I guess I'm just starting off with it. Just whatever. Whatever you want to say. It is what it is. Dude, you really just... That is... All right. Do you like that phrase? It's my... I I think I live and die by that phrase. Oh, my God. This is awesome. I'm not really a person who argues much, but like or, or starts any shit but i'll tell you straight up i have the biggest hatred for that phrase that's hilarious i, I didn't see it going that way i, thought you were I know be like oh my god i, I, I know i want to agree with it so badly and it sounds like something i would agree with if anybody knows me but there's something about it all right i get it is what it is as far as acceptance like when something happens it is what it is acceptance it's it's a great practice right. When people give you it is what it is as advice, I'm like, you don't actually fucking think you just did anything for me, right? No, <laughs> That's the only I, time I have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think of it as advice. I just think if it's it's an acceptance of reality. Hell like, yeah. You no, know, that's like, important. When, you, uh, like, when you're in cer- certain situations, I mean, it, it just fits because some things can't be explained. And you get people that need to, you know, like, well, why is this happening you know why? And you're just like, it is what it is. It like, happened, bro. That's it. You know, like, I don't it's know all. what to tell you. Yeah. Like, we got to move on. Yeah. Like, we have to, like, no, I agree. If, I, you, I, if oh. you stay in that, if for me, it's like if you stay in what you're in, mm-hmm. then you're not, like, you're not going to progress and you're not going to, you know, move forward. Yeah. So, like, that's my way of always, it's like, let it be. Um, it's like, um, this too shall pass. Yeah. You know, for me. Okay. I, mean, I wouldn't get I, these and things. I get that meaning. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't get these things, like, in frames or shit like on my wall like right. live laugh and love oh yeah but yeah <laughs> some white went, girl shit <laughs> i went uh i went down that road when i first moved in on my own in new britain i uh i was like my 30 something years old first time i was living on my own and yeah before I w- we get too into it introduce yourself all right my name is darren rivera um i've been doing comedy about for 18 years God damn. yeah coming eight, august was 18 years God damn. So. so new britain yeah, so when I moved to New Britain, it was actually, the fr- I've been on my own since I was 19, but I've always lived with people. No shit. I lived with girls, I lived with roommates, mm-hmm. lived in relationships. Um, so I moved out here from, from started a career in Hartford, then I moved to New Britain, Hartford, New Britain. Yeah. Then I moved to New Haven and West Haven. I moved back to New Britain, and it was my first time living on my own. And I'm like, you know, I'm an adult. Can't be putting posters up. You know, I got <laughs> I got to like, you know. I got to like focus on like if women come over and so did you like throw posters out bro no (laughs) no I just (laughs) I didn't have the posters what I did was like I really went out to like big lots or anything that I saw with the live laugh I was like I just got the bachelor kit like you know what I mean like and it was here's what's here's what's funny is that like I I love that that's perfect it's like yeah because what happened was I'm 42 years old, so like a lot, you know, I work in the restaurant business. A lot of girls that I know are like in their 20s. Yeah, and they eat that shit up because they're like, uh-huh. "Oh my god, you have your own place and right. all that, right?" So you you fall into that trap, and uh-huh. then um, a very good friend of mine, Derek Furtado, uh, he's a comedian outside of Mass, and he comes over to my house for the weekend, <laughs> and he's looking around and he's just like scoping, it, and he's like, "So did you buy all of the Live Laugh starter kit?" <laughs> And it was, just, and he just starts busting my balls, and I was like, and then what's worse is that I got one where like you could switch it around, so yeah. instead of like I was, I was like laughed often, you know, I was switching yeah, around yeah, yeah. the things because I was like laughed is the most important thing because uh-huh. I'm a, I had like it was like explaining a fucking tattoo, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like people were coming over, I'm like, I don't know if you noticed, know but I, I put a different order what, on what it. What this basic ass phrase yeah. means to me? I took the basic <laughs> phrase, I switched it around, and at the end of the day, it is what it is, like you know, like. So, like, I like to be complex to yeah, females. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what a fucking idiot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can I curse on this? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Say whatever you want, bro. Sorry, too late. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, asked. can I fucking curse on this <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid thing? Shit. Should have asked that right before. Oh, man. That's hysterical. Yeah. 
So like I won't put it is I think I do have an is what it is like fucking block that I got from like Christmas tree shop. But mm, yeah, I haven't put it up anywhere. But yeah, because you can't make it that obvious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Shit. So uh, I love that. So what so what makes you happy, Darren? Ask all my guests uh, that. What makes me happy? Honestly, I love to laugh. Right. I love music. I love mm-hmm. all kind of music. Um, I think music and I like all genres of music. It's not like I just like certain shit. Yeah. I mean, if I, I judge my friends on my music playlist in the sense of like, I could just, if I could just shuffle through my playlist and you're, you're in the car and you don't say anything, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I fuck with you. But nice. if you're, if you're like, what is this? And I'm like, ah, we probably have nothing in common because I'm, <laughs> it's so wide range. You know yeah. what I mean? It'll go from like Wu-Tang to Frank Sinatra to Andrea Bocelli to Motown, Gypsy. Like it's just yeah. so random. And it's yeah. like, but it puts me in a good place. That's what probably makes me the happiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter's 18, so like when I'm with her and we get a like, we're, she's like a little mean. Like when we're ranking on somebody, yeah, it's yeah. That's when I'm in my happy place. When she, I'm around, when I'm surrounded yeah. by good energy. Like, yeah. Wait, ranking on people like 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 roasting people? Yeah, she's a fucking like she. I got her a job. She gonna be a comic? No, I hope not. <laughs> she um no, it's like um I brought her to shows. I used to, I never let her see me on stage when she was younger. She yeah. saw flyers and everything, but right. I told her when she had 16, she could start going to shows because I always felt like she would learn more from hearing comics talk about, you know, their lives mm-hmm. on stage right. in a funny way than she would hear from like her peers in high school or mm-hmm. whatever. And she's great. And then I got her first job at my restaurant as a hostess, thinking that yeah. was a good idea. Then oh, I, no. like first time she worked in, walked in the kitchen, the kitchen was just like, who's that? And I'm like, all right. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. She's yeah, my yeah, daughter. Yeah, relax. Yeah. And then it was like a reality check of like. I just put my daughter in the restaurant business, uh-huh. but she's got a great head on her shoulders and we don't work together that much. But when we do, people are always like, man, you guys are like, she's just like you. She's just savage. That's just awesome, like man. shitting on people. She hates right. everybody. <laughs> so it's like, is that I, how that, you describe yourself? Savage shitting on people, hate everybody. What, well, when I'm in, <laughs> you don't my, come off that way. No, no. I, 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 <laughs> Pat Oates always makes fun of me because he's always like, you're Pat Oates always makes fun of everybody. No, but time. I've known Pat forever. And Pat yeah. always is like, you're too nice. Like you never find anything wrong. With anybody, and I'm like, it's not that I don't. It's just like I believe in. I don't know. When I came into comedy, there was a uh, it was a different core of people that everybody wanted each other to do well. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. knew each other. You know, you you knew each other's act. You yeah, know, you wanted the best for everybody. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't as competitive and dramatic as it has become over time. Right. Um. <clears throat> so I always like I won't say anything bad about people, but deep down inside, if I'm with people that I respect and love i love shit on everybody like i'm a people watcher mm-hmm. and that and i don't have tolerance for shit at work you yeah know? so like i'll be a savage in that sense yeah but pointing things out that are funny isn't necessarily being mean you no know? it's just fun it's yeah. fun and making fun of shit right yeah and uh yeah so like i mean in that sense i would say i'm a savage like i don't like yeah. i won't hold back you know and I, you shouldn't yeah i come from a family of dudes that are just very sarcastic right you know and it's like is that anything to do with like do you find that's maybe because of the nationality a little bit? Because because you're uh are you are you Puerto I'm 100 percent Puerto Rican. 100 percent Puerto Rican. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because you kind of have the best of both worlds. I know I look white. Yeah. And then, yeah. So you got the straight the the, the straight white man thing going for yeah. you, but you also get to make Puerto Rican jokes. Like yeah, that's well I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean it sounds awesome. It yeah. Sounds awesome. That sounds me, racist. Man. You're like you get to do it, and I don't. Oh like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I I come off as racist by being like I want to make fun yeah. of Puerto Ricans so bad, but I can't. So bad, want to. <laughs> fucking talk shit about Puerto Ricans, <laughs> but I can't, but you're allowed to. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, um, yeah, I, like I grew up, I grew up in New York and right. I feel like my culture was at a more of a high. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, who I look like, 
who grew up in New York as well, when he moved to Pennsylvania, he kind of like lost his culture and he became like, I don't want to say like whitewash, but like he just lost it. Didn't have anybody really speak Spanish to his Spanish. Oh, was already, Spanish was already broken up as it was. So like yeah. he became more white. So when I moved with him at 12, he didn't have anything to show me. That's interesting. So I got back. I never in, thought yeah, of that. I got back into my culture like when I went to college. Like I joined a Latin fraternity, and it was just like that's so cool. I went from the suburbs. I went from the Bronx to the suburbs in Pennsylvania to just like like Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Peruvians. Yeah. Like in my, and I start to learn more and more. So like when I started comedy, yeah, I think it's I'm approachable. Yeah, you know no, people, for sure. Yeah, it's and, like yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. I I never thought of like having starting off like having your culture losing it and getting it back in that way because it's weird it's, italians practice it even if yeah. they're not very far rem- like even if they're far removed from the actual home country i happen to be uh raised by italian immigrants but even if they're far removed they'll practice like being an italian american right so like but yeah if, if you don't have anyone to kind of interact so i guess he would have moved to like a white neighborhood is what you're saying yeah he was all it was everything around him was white yeah you know and and i think he because Italians will find Italians. Right, right. They'll be in white neighborhoods. They're, See, I, they're white. They're, they are categorized as white people. I think for my father, like, he was, like, in recovery. So, like, I feel for him was, mm-hmm. like, his culture and New York and who he was there mm-hmm. was associated with, like, bad. So, like, when he – it was his, him starting his whole life over. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it kind of sucked, you yeah. know, because it was, like, him starting his life over kind of, like, lost his culture. But that, deep down inside, like, as I got older and was bringing more culture back to the yeah. house – you could see it like he was well, just, he ain't taking the Puerto Rican. Yeah, he was Puerto just like, yeah, that's, he was that's a very strong he was just, culture. Yeah, he was so, you know, proud of it, mm-hmm. you know, in that sense. And then I was engaged to a girl from Calabria. And, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm half a Calabrese. <laughs> and being accepted by that family, how long it took and then to be accepted by the family helped me with my culture, too, because mm-hmm. it was just like they're unabashedly Italian. Oh, <laughs> right off. the. I mean, it yeah. was I yeah, they don't care. What I, and I don't even say this on stage, but one of my favorite things was that, like, the parents should have probably got divorced, like, 20 years ago. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> like, Holy yeah. Shit. No, they should have. Like, they <laughs> they went through shit. They hated each other, but it was like, they're Italian, so they're going to stay together. And they yeah. had four kids. Yeah, it you takes know. a lot for an Italian divorce. Man. Right. A lot. So, n- don't get divorced. Let's just sit at the dinner table and be miserable. <laughs> You know, and just want to kill each other. And the grandmother was still there. I mean, everything was, I mean, right off the boat. I mean, the first language was Italian. Mm-hmm. And they lived in Old Saybrook. So, like, they were, like, the minorities of Old Saybrook when they yeah. moved there. So, I'll never forget, like, I'm going to propose to her. And I'm doing the old school, like, talk to her brothers about it. Yeah. Then I went to go talk to her dad downstairs in the basement where we made sausage together. Holy made every- yeah, shit. I Sounds did- like my family. Yeah. I did everything. Like, yeah. Dante's, that's how I got cool with uh, Mauro and, and Lorenzo. Because- yeah. Dante's is a... a t- old Italian restaurant right. in Stratford, Connecticut that we used to do some comedy shows. Yeah. Out of. That's how I got cool with them because it was like, they got it. I, the first time I performed there, their parents were there and I was just doing all being engaged in Italian humor. Yeah. And oh yeah. They, they've been my, they've been my support. Italians eat that shit up, man. Oh, they've been if my, you talk su- about Italian. You got to see Anthony Rodia. I opened up for Anthony Rodia and he mm-hmm. is, he's off the boat. Yeah. And that's all. And his fan base is off the boat type of thing. And it's like, but he kills it. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, anyway, so I go see the father, and I'm like, Papa, I was like, listen, I... Oh, you should I call my dad Papa. Yeah. Yeah, I was in. Like, he loved my daughter. They loved my daughter. They loved me. And it was like, it took a while, yeah. obviously. Um, but then I was accepted, and I said, Papa, I was like, um, you know, I want to I wanna ask her hand in marriage, and we're like, your permission. And he looks at me, he looks at the ring, and he goes, do you love her? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, because if she's anything like a mother, 
that son of a bitch get out right now and i was just like <laughs> so am i in like yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. This? and that was his way of saying okay yeah yeah and then when we broke up it was like they had that stereotypical italian like you're still in the family though really yeah like it wasn't like because they it was almost like they knew like good luck with her she's like her mother she's crazy yeah you know and you've put up with this yeah god bless you you left i mean you're not supposed to leave you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to be miserable mm -hmm. you know but yeah it was crazy so like the italian culture really kind of helped out my culture i guess that's awesome yeah. so so how have you invited your culture back in your life like how have, like practicing like when did you start practicing being a puerto rican again how what age were you i think when i went to college when i went to college right, so, it was so, like people found out i was puerto rican and so how did you incorporate what you thought like this newfound i think i was culture into your life how did how because did you it express was, that the language was more prominent like you know people were talking to me knowing that i didn't really understand like when my grandmother was alive i understood it more i say the same thing about italian man i understood yeah. it but i would always answer her in english right and then when she died i definitely lost it but then mm -hmm. being around spanish people they didn't care they were just they treated me like yeah you're puerto rican we don't give a fuck like yeah so i think you know being around the music the culture learning more about the history just you know gave me a sense of more of a pride of it than yeah. just when i was in high school i was in a predominantly white school so i just thought i was going to past spanish class because my last name was rivera like mm -hmm. well, i'll just start right here yeah, yeah you know like mm -hmm. i didn't take it seriously mm -hmm. you know but then getting older i have like you know and so i don't know specifically but just i think being around it you yeah, know yeah. and being yeah. around and not being challenged yeah i think being around white people so much i was challenged more like yeah oh you're puerto rican you don't look it or you don't sound it or where Spanish people don't give a shit. Like, they know... What, because they know that it's such a mixed Right, they bucket. know... Yeah. Th that's like... It's such an ignorant thing to say when people say, like, you don't look Puerto Rican. Like Puerto, Puerto Rico is the full-color spectrum. Yeah, you could be of, blonde, of blue people. eyes, you could look black. Yeah. It's like... So oh. when you say I don't look at it, automatically you're telling me you don't know what Puerto Ricans look like. You're just used to... Mm -hmm what more puerto ricans look like in the states that have more tano indian than them. yeah that's well, it yeah you're yeah you're kind of generalizing the right. entire spectrum of their color and like it should be this because this is the average of all puerto ricans like right, it yeah. needs to be this like caramel yeah. or or like <laughs> or literally like that that i feel like that's what it is like you're you're kind of generalizing the whole spectrum of color that they fall on it's like yeah. uh yeah so it's pretty much that it's a tan individual that's it if it's anything darker you're black if it's anything whiter you're white yeah i think i think that's how how it ends up being uh generalized because yeah it shouldn't be weird just to a white puerto a, a white looking puerto rican shouldn't be that weird to people knowing puerto rico's knowing anything about puerto rico but that's the thing people they don't I mean, I, I have a friend who's a dark Puerto Rican, and he gets called Dominican and black all the time, and he hates it. Yeah. Because he's just like, why is it so hard? There's a whole region of Puerto Rico that's just dark. Oh, yeah. You know, and if, like, you really know what we're made out of, like, mm -hmm. that's, it's gonna, it's gonna range. You right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think John Lee Guzamo said it in one of his specials, like, we were made up of, like, rape. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you That's went, a rough way to put it, but it's pretty it spot is. on. Like, yeah, yeah people, if you really think about like how hot-headed and, you know, stubborn and it's like our whole culture was made up of raping slaves, whether it was like the African slaves, whether it's Taino Indian slaves, whether it was Taino was raping the Africans or the it's like Okay, well, so that's one that seems to be another way that you uh that you Gosh, your culture back in yourself. It seems like you read up on being Oh Puerto yeah, Rican. yeah, yeah, yeah that's a to. lot of stuff that I don't know all hand. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I came into contact with Puerto Ricans from Puerto Rico and the way they looked at. You ever been? When I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and the way like and they cruises were, and stuff. No, I went with my grandmother when we were younger. We had awesome. family out there, yeah. So, like, when you when you learn more about it, because when you meet Puerto Ricans from Puerto Rico, it's probably like just meeting Italians from Italy, where oh they, like, they look at you like, 
stop saying you're Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Like you're American. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? Like I've got a flag. Yeah. I go to my the name par- is Stefano. Uh, I go to the parade. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. I eat rice and beans every fucking day. Yeah, and they're yeah. looking at you like you know That's nothing. That's not Puerto Rican. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, and you have to humble yourself and be like, you know, and want to learn more. Mm-hmm. Rafi Gonzalez is one comic that I consider like a great friend, and I learn every time we're together. I'm just picking his brain. Mm-hmm. You know, we can take a awesome guy. Yeah, we awesome could take a road trip together, and mm-hmm. I'm like, translate this song for me. I love like I love Spanish music. Yeah, even though I don't understand all of it, mm-hmm. my mom even says that she's like, for a person who doesn't understand it, you listen to a lot of it. I'm like, yeah. I could feel what they're saying. Yeah, and I always get awesome. I always I, get a Spanish person like translate that. I'm like, I knew it. I yeah. knew this was about yeah. some fucking break. That's a good like, connection to have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm lucky with that. That's all. I mean, that's all music is about anyway is making some sort of connection. So you don't need to. Right. You don't necessarily need to understand the lyrics. Right. To, right. Right. Uh, yeah. To uh, to make that sort of connection with it, no, I like that man. Yeah. So, uh, what is going to make the world a better place? Wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> man, I feel like we we're driving. I know, I know, man. I feel like we were driving, and I was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna doze off for a second. Yeah. You, you know how to get there, and then you just yeah. were like, Arr! "Yeah, exactly, dude." What would exactly. make the world a better place? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, um just more open-mindedness you know like willingness to willingness to laugh and get to know people i don't want to be cliche just be no that's not that cliche no, no i just like, said that yet yeah it's just like i mean just you know like stop feeling like it's the world is against you mm-hmm. and playing really, the victim right and really embrace that like no matter how bad you have it somebody has it worse mm-hmm. so just you know embrace like you know Somebody said something to me. I just went. I'm going. I just went through a breakup, and somebody oh, and somebody was like, "But no, it was one of those like it was good." You know, it's so funny when you say you go through a breakup, mm-hmm. people automatically are like, "Sorry, man." You're yeah, they right. usually suck. But it's like it could also mean that like the two people just weren't meant for each other right, right. now in their lives. That's you know? a great like, way to look at it. Actually, yeah, like, that's an awesome way to look. Why at it. be anyone, miserable? Anyone like, going through a breakup right now, take take note of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what somebody said to me. They're like, "You realize that in two months, three months, a new decade starts." Oh shit! Like, don't start a new decade with your old shit from the last decade. And I was just Ooh, like, "Who the fuck said that?" A friend of mine. <laughs> I shit. love yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, that's." It was one of those like that was pretty deep. Like, it's deep as shit. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> I wish I was. I, I I was so young when it, when the millennium struck. I wish I was around. I, I wish I was able to think of that at the time. That yeah, would, that would have been a great way to go into. Well, I mean, yeah, it's 2000. it's it's perspective. I mean, if you could just like look at like and just be like, hey, life. You know, like people say it. People say life is too short and you mm-hmm. only live once. But how many people are like really living that? Yeah. So if you just embrace, you know, like the moment of like, whether it's getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. not getting upset the way you normally do. Yeah. Um, when you see somebody going crazy, instead of being ready to attack, just taking a step back and like, I wonder what they're going through, not giving them an excuse. I just think we would just be better off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we just be more relaxed, you know, with us doing comedy, like comedy's become so such a sensitive you know topic yeah which is unfortunate because sensitivity doesn't play that well in comedy right it's just like you know what you know i went to go see tom segura and i think a lot of comics yeah Yeah. i think a lot of comics a lot of headliners a lot of just performers as a whole are just we're kind of like unifying together and being Mm -hmm. like you know what let me just tell you that i didn't write this joke for you right you know what i mean like i wrote i thought this crazy shit because i think crazy Mm -hmm. i told a bunch of people they laughed I thought it might be funny because it makes me laugh and it's who I am. Right. And I'm just trying to word it so I could deliver it. Mm-hmm. Never once was I thinking about your feelings. Yeah. Never once was I thinking about like, who was this going to offend? Right. 
You know, and, and actually the goal is to be putting smiles on faces. That's right. what I eventually, these words right. that are coming out of my mouth, that's eventually the, yeah. what I want to it's happen. Just it may you. not happen right now. It's for you to take yeah. a break for 45 minutes of your life, an hour of your life and be like, man, I'm, I was really stressing, but that dude or that girl's life is so much worse. That's on stage, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're laughing yeah. about it. Like, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's a, it's a weird profession that we've chosen that, mm-hmm. like, in order to be successful and unique, you have to be completely yourself, raw, mm-hmm. which most people go to therapy for yeah. or suffer from depression from. Right. And then when we do that, the validation is somebody laughing at it. Yeah. And us being like, that felt great. It does. It you does. Know I mean? like, it's a really good way to conquer your trauma and yeah. the worst shit that's happened to you when when you get laughs out of it. It's like shit. Maybe something good happened to that. Yeah, happened from that after all. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it's breakups, deaths. I mean, you have to, you know, you got to take the bad shit and laugh mm-hmm. about it. I mean, it, right. I, I've been at funerals laughing about. It. I remember my. Oh, I say that all the time in this podcast, man. That's my one of my favorite places to make jokes. Funerals, yeah. <laughs> literally, it just comes out. I can't help it. I can't Someone's help it. That's where I'm solid five at every funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody open it up? I can do time. We're like, just, just take the- it. Yeah. Just stop. It's sad. Welcome, everyone, to the Abriola Funeral Home. But I'm going to be your host. <laughs> How are we doing? I actually want that. Like, you know, I've always said that. I always said that, like, when I die, no matter how I die, I want it to be a good time. And I think a lot of us say that. But oh, none same. of us, I know comics that die, and it's never like that. It's just sad. You know, yeah. like, I think that comics might be, like, in a parking lot reminiscing about the comic and they'll be laughing but it's like no i don't want that i want want gags i want people going up and doing a solid five Mm -hmm. i want people going up i want people reading my fucking google search yeah you know and just destroying me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because that's (laughs) the one time that i could take a roast i hate roast because i'm too sensitive right but like that's the one time i'm like oh fuck it i'm dead yeah (laughs) what are you gonna do about go in say everything you wanted to say like for for my for my funny take on a funeral i always wanted like like happy ass vacation music to be playing yeah during, like the during like the yeah. viewing <laughs> yeah like a, come on everybody not to do that conga. no you can trace them like that kind of shit just because there's that's a, hysterical it is me. because it's like <laughs> people are trying to cry their eyes out and they're like i feel like i'm on a fucking vacation people are right crying now. but there's always the one person in line going yeah just like shaking like, their shoulders yeah. and shit like i could use a margarita well I'm gonna lucky work for you stefano wanted margarita served at his funeral <laughs> i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna send it to you on my spotify i'm gonna make a dead playlist <laughs> but it's gonna be all like happening music and then we just have to, our goal is to just give it to the next like funeral like, like listen just, just trust us and just to fuck with everybody yeah. like it's happy 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 and then every like eight songs just maria, maria. <laughs> and everyone's like oh fuck yeah. man he's and then, he just, got us. And then you just hear like <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> yeah come on back it up back yeah. it in yeah. let me <laughs> because you want like it's just like comedy man it's like you want people leaving going i gotta be honest that was a great i was sad but the playlist was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was like, a great fucking yeah, funeral, man. Yeah. He requested yeah. that. Like, yeah. And just to hear that, like, my family's crying about the services. And, yeah. And the guy's reading the will, like, uh, he didn't have much, but he left a playlist he wants you guys to play yeah, exactly. while everybody's coming in. Like, I mean, I yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. Shit. I want to make, I definitely want to make that Spotify playlist now. That's funny as shit. I was so, coming down here today. I was like, I want to do that. Like, I have like 2,000 songs on my Spotify. Right. And I've. I'm old school uh-huh. with my playlist. I make them like I used to make tapes where I'm just like chilling. Yeah, yeah. Relaxing. Mm-hmm. But I haven't made one in a while and I'm like, I got to make one. So now I got two to make. So you're, you're talking about how like you have a diverse uh, taste in music. Yes. Like what, what other what, what other kind of things that people <laughs> wouldn't expect to pop up on your playlist? I don't know. Everything. I have classical music. Mm-hmm. I have um, old rock. 
I got like I, I like Ben Howard. I like daughter. Mm-hmm. I like I saw Gypsy Kings live. I saw Andrea Bocelli in his last concert in the States ten years ago. Holy shit! I've seen Wu Tang live like three multiple times. Um, they gotta uh, put on a sick show. They do. Uh, I went to the one recently at the casino, and it was way better than I thought it was gonna be because mm-hmm. they're older now. Yeah. Um, the first time I saw them was at UMass Amherst, and it was amazing. It was like a three-hour show. It was probably the best concert I've ever been to. No shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm I saw Lionel Richie, big Lionel Richie fan. Really? Love Lionel Richie. Big Lionel Richie fan, as in yeah. like his his deep cuts and shit. Yeah. Like no I, shit. Because I only uh, what what is his All Night Long? Is that his big song? I, that was one of his songs. He's I'm not, saying, like, like yeah. as a as a passive listener, like he, I, I only know a couple oh, of the hits. God. He has. I, I don't. I don't know that many people who know, like, who listen, listen, listen to Lionel. Brian Richie. Bowden, my boy, Brian Bowden, mm-hmm. comedian out of Rhode Island. He's a. I follow him on Facebook. I don't know. Yeah, him, he's, he's a he's, he's, he's diehard. He's a diehard Prince and uh, oh, um, Prince. I understand Prince and and Lionel. Lionel Richie is at a status in his career where I could only imagine as a comedian because we don't experience that. But he came out and he he was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. He was having fun with the crowd. And right. he, was so, he started singing the songs, and the whole crowd was singing along. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, I'm just going to be – I'm I'm not singing these songs. You guys are going to sing them. And it was still – he just put on a, such a good show. And he has – That's a good way to put it. He has hits. I mean, he – Definitely he, has hits, yeah. I just did. He wrote We Are the World. Like That was his song? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's – I mean, For he, some of my younger listeners – well, actually, no – we are the world. Well, there's two. They, we are the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, they redid it, but yeah, it was a big collective in the '80s where they it's pretty huge. much got. Imagine getting like all the pop stars of the past like 15 years. Like, Stevie Wonder, Michael was, Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, cr- they, Willie Nelson. They've never pulled it off with another song. No. I don't think. Like no. they when they re-recorded it, the stars still weren't as big. Yeah. But you were talking like. Bob Dylan was in there. Yeah. Billy Joel, like any name you could think of that was a pop star yeah. between in the '80s. Michael Jackson. They're all there. Yeah. It was insanity. Yeah, it was. It was nuts. Yeah. Was, um, I, I watch that video every now and then just because it's so like, yeah. what? How is this happening? How do they get? How do they get the entire '80s in one room? They were, they were trying to like <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Send, me- yeah, send a message. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'll go anywhere with music. I mean, yeah. I like techno. I like house. You know, it, it all has its purposes, and I find now different parts of my life too. Yeah, different people I've met, and I, yeah. I feel when I was raising my daughter, I used to always say that to her. I'm like, listen, always have a wide range of music because you'll always have something to talk about with people. You yeah, know what I mean, so when I meet people, we may be on two sides. I've of never the heard that piece of advice before. before. Yeah, I like the more music you know, the more you have in common with somebody because you, you know, like if you're talking sports and you're and you know nothing about sports, like me, and I know a lot about sports. <laughs> We might have that like, all right, well, I guess we're not going to talk. All right, see ya. <laughs> but if you only like country music and I like a wide range of music and there's like seven country songs I like and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm not a country fan, but these are the songs I like. That's going to yeah. be, that's, you might be like, oh, all right, well, now you feel more comfortable. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? That's so it's a, like. And the, and I guess that advice could apply to multiple. Music is a good way to deliver the advice. But in general, if you stay open minded and, yeah. and learn and are willing to take new stuff in and they're not so rigid. Yeah, it's it's easy to connect with people because you have you find right. things in common. But I've never heard you, music specifically as like a piece of advice. Like, hey, like like a lot of music. It's a great. Uh, I love it's a, to, you know, it's a good idea. I, it's I, a great I, conversation. It's a, it's a cool way to look great, at it. If you meet somebody that knows the music you like to break down songs. Mm-hmm. I love to do that. Yeah. My stepfather, may he rest in peace. That was uh, he sang, and that's we would sit there and break down R and B songs. We'd break down any kind of song of like what they were really saying. And you're it's like, it's so weird when you're you, like, my God, you ever listen to a song for twenty years and then yeah. finally decide to look at the R. lyrics? Kelly. I'm oh a diehard R. Kelly fan, oh, and then I started listening to it after the whole shit came out. And yeah, I was like, like huh. <laughs> I'm still gonna listen, yeah, but well, I'm not gonna be well, like. Uh, 
like a, a good example for me, um, Lincoln Park. Matt, uh, I've been a huge Lincoln Park like fan Lincoln Park. Since, since their first album. I uh, was a massive fan of them. And when uh, Chester unfortunately killed himself, right. I finally like I, I took a look at it and I'm like, you know what? He's been saying he was going to do this for like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Every single album had some sort of song that that was alluding to this, alluding yeah. to his pain inside, alluding to hurting himself, alluding to escaping. And like, wow. So, yeah, definitely in light of new evidence, in light of things happening, you 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 go back and look at old material and you're like, oh, shit, this is what they were actually saying. Like, yeah. uh, what's Seal's big song? Uh, kiss from a rose. Yeah, he looks. Uh, he looks like he's been kissed by a rose. Like, yeah, like yeah, a thorn. He, yeah, he looks like he was kissing roses for sure. <laughs> he fell in a fucking yeah. thorn. I just. He, I, it's so crazy. Full circle. I just said that last night. I was no at a bar shit. last night, and they were singing karaoke, and that somebody sang that song, mm. and I said that just under my breath, and somebody heard me at my table, and yeah. they just started laughing. I was like, "He's a great singer." Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I, he and Heidi Klum was his wife. Like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, he I'm did not, fine. But I'm like, his face looks. It's very hard yeah. for me not to think that when yeah, I you hear the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and so um, apparently he's never come out and said exactly what that song means, but I just came across it recently because they were talking right. about it online. Is that It's really just about, it, it could, if you look at the lyrics, it's more than likely just about doing cocaine. Yeah, I did hear something about yeah, that. And, yeah, and when you look back and you're like, you know what? It's abstract enough to make the case. Oh, uh, I love any song. Because the song doesn't make any sense. I love any song. It's gibberish. That's about doing any kind of drugs <laughs> yeah. on the low. Like, yeah. I used to say that about Lionel Richie because Lionel Richie did a lot of coke back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I would say that if you listen to his songs, he was saying it, you know, yeah. all night long, dancing on the ceiling. True. True. Who else is thinking about that unless you're on coke? You know yeah. what I mean? And then it's like easiest Sunday morning. Of course it's easy. You're still up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, what about Monday morning, Lionel? Let's talk about that. Like, that's got to be painful. What about Monday yeah. morning? And I would never want to do coke with Lionel Richie. His nostrils right. are fucking huge. Right. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? You like, keep up. Like, if you walk keep into up. a room and you see Lionel Richie and Patrick Ewing doing coke, you might as well just turn back around because yeah. you're not getting any. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. that's a bump per nostril. Like, fuck that. Like, all right, you guys are out. All right, right, right. I'll come back. Like, yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, music to me is just the best conversational. Like, yeah, no, I'm 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 a, I'm a huge fan of. Well, I mean, I, I feel like most people are, are fans of music and people like that's that's another thing why it's so great. It's yeah, like, it's one of those pieces of art where most people are into it, like uh, in some right because it's so damn broad. There's some yeah. kind of music that you're into, right? Uh, so I and yeah, if 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 you keep it broad and you're gonna be able to connect with people a little bit better on it. Yeah, like no, I I, I love a lot. I'm, I've never been too into like rap though. Really? Actually, no, it's hard to. I'm very picky with rap. Very, picky in what sense? Like, there's just certain rap that spoke, sp- speaks to me, and then certain like I don't really want to get into because like, yeah. there's om- I only have so much time with listening with my ears. Like that that's like I for some reason because of my brothers I ended up being a really huge DMX fan. Yeah, but I mean, there's not like a whole bunch of. Gangs. But you also got to be in the mood for DMX. You, you, you know need to I mean? be in like, the mood to yeah. kill someone. Yeah, yeah, DMX <laughs> or or gospel. It's a really weird mix with that guy. Yeah, because like his music is geared towards like atonement, forgiveness. God is good. He's ba- if if you chopped up his discography in a certain way, he is a gospel artist, and all right. his songs are about the Lord. <laughs> and if you chopped up his music in another way, this is a criminal, and you do crimes to his music. Yeah, I got blood on my head, and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked the corpse. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Like that is 
that is the hardest line ever said in rap ever. It's terrifying. <laughs> if you walked into a room and said that to somebody, it's game over. I game wish I would have thought about that. That would have been my opening line. <laughs> you you would have lost your shit. You would have just knocked over the mic. I would have puked. You would have been like, that's it. I would have Podcast puked, is over. Puked, shit my pants, <laughs> burn the podcast, podcast studio down. Podcast is over. <laughs> Anybody listening, if you're the next guest, start yeah. off with DMX. <laughs> Well, literally, like, and that song's called "Bring Your Whole Crew." The whole thing is about yeah. antagonizing, and 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 uh, I can't really say I uh, my race doesn't really allow me to say any more of that song. Those are the only two lyrics. <laughs> See, say. for me, I, I it's an age thing, you know. Like for me, culture too. Like mm-hmm. growing up, like hip hop for me was very. Uh, I was a diet before Wu Tang. I was a diehard NWA fan. Yeah, I mean, diehard, and like singing the lyrics at that time in ninety mm-hmm. or eighty eight didn't seem like I was doing anything bad. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, not. it was like I was a diehard fan. Right. You know, like, I wanted to be the fifth member of the group. Like, right. So, Didn't fuck they the, take you in. You're yeah, hard, fuck you're the police. Enough. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the suburbs of Pennsylvania yeah. just walking around like, fuck the police. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it's, um, it's, it's, it hits home in a way. Like, I, th- I just think it's different. Like, I hate when people my generation will say, like, music was great. You know, for our generation, but it's that's just now. closed-mindedness, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, good music was made after right. this decade. Shut right. up. The music <laughs> was very different, and yeah. I think it opened up a lot of more, like in hip hop, like more poetry of writing. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a you know a different way of writing. Um, nowadays, it just seems like there's a different way of the actual music making, let alone the writing. Yeah. Instead of saying it sucks, just understand <laughs> what you're listening to. Right. You know what I mean? I've just realized that. You're 42 years old. You yeah, you're shouldn't four, yeah. be bumping your head to the music nowadays. Like, exactly. Your parents weren't bumping the head to your music. Yeah. Like, you're like, supposed to listen, be a little like, hey, I'm glad I've outgrown that. This like, rapper is making music for people who were born after 9-11. Think of that for a second, right? right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. they live in a different planet than you. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. It's like even me. I'm, I'm, I'm 26, and while I want to feel like a young person like i'm starting to cross over into a generation that like <laughs> i have no I, I don't really connect with teenagers you know because you're gonna start getting tired when you go out exactly oh, exactly so horrific and i and and it's just something you got to be like real with like no it's not that it's bad it's that like this is music for people who lived a very different reality than yeah. you and that's one of the reasons why uh this whole like th- this whole different reality thing is why I really want that generation war to end where the la- the the new generation shits on the younger generation and says it's their fault or or they end. suck. I know I, it'll I don't never. Think, end. Yeah. I know that I'm not going to put gonna... shit on that the, the generation below me, generation X, Y, whatever they are. Um like I don't shit on them in the same way that millennials are shit on by uh, what is it boomers or whoever was wh- whoever is on top. I think it's I just think it's fucked up when people blame somebody for what they have in yeah. a way like well, it you, goes back to the what we said in the beginning with victimhood yeah don't, you're, don't you're victim. like we're blaming my generation's blaming the younger generation because they didn't have it the way we did but that's right. our fault yeah because we grew up and we provided more mm-hmm. and then we're mad that they have more right you know what i mean like the the next generation and it's not to say they're going to be the worst because then it's i'm contradicting myself but it's like they're going to be so unique Compared yeah, to my generation, your generation, and mm-hmm. even the the younger generation now, because of technology and where my, it's going. My like, niece and nephew, they're they're a year and a half old, right? And they probably know how. And to they know how to, they know how to work these phones. They know how to yeah. do stuff on. I'm like, that's a different. That's not even a human being. If we're gonna com- if I'm gonna compare myself to them, we're not even the same species. It's like demolition man. There's gonna come a point where the generation is gonna be so used to technology, <clears throat> where and we're gonna be you know like 
obsolete because we're not going to we're not going to like we know how to live without it. Mm -hmm. Then there's going to come a point where like you can't live without it. Yeah. And that's going to fuck us up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I saw something I it's it's like a rant and it's I would love to put it on stage, but there's no punchline. There's no joke. But I saw this thing where you could go from kindergarten to 12th grade <laughs> online. Which holy shit, which sounds crazy. Right. But it sounds way better than your parents homeschooling you. Yeah. You know, your parents failed out of school, but they're going to homeschool you because they don't want you to get bullied and shit like that. At least this is kind of legit, but it's right. scary. The concept that like you could have a child go from kindergarten to 12th grade online, never really leave the house, then take classes on Phoenix, get their college degree Holy online. Shit. So yeah. by the time they're 22 years old, they've never really had interaction well, with a human being. And that's my only problem with it. Like, I, like I'm actually, it's like, that's I'm, crazy. Yeah. I'm good with that system. As long as you figure out a way to socialize your child, how, how would you socialize? I have no idea at that point. Cause, cause, cause if, you and if I, multiple kids are doing it. Yeah. You're socializing through chat. You're yeah. socializing through online. Yeah, you know, cause, like cause you and I were brought up through that system and right. you know, it works. That's, it that's, doesn't mean there isn't another one, but like, I can't imagine how you're really going to get that hands-on interaction for your kid to know you, people. You graduate, you get a degree, you work for a place where you'll be working from home oh on a computer. God. You'll meet, you'll order all your shit online, Amazon, alcohol, dating food, apps. Dating. You don't have to. You don't have to go. Then you're going to meet a girl that just grew up exactly like you. Oh, so fuck. when you finally come into contact with her, you're not even going to have any idea, or you will have an idea like how to f like fuck because. <laughs> you've been watching porn right intense porn yeah since you were younger because right, you've right. been on the computer your whole entire life mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's just the thought of like how are like it's gonna change everything it's just like you just fucked my head up a little bit man bro you know, fuck I, me up I, I, I haven't been thinking of that but it's a very good up. point yeah because fuck me up because when i think of online classes i think of college classes but of course they're gonna have online right. classes for for k through 12 why why the hell you could get your whole college degree online yeah oh yeah and like Gen, like accepted degrees that, post university mm -hmm. phoenix university all that shit yeah there's gonna come a time where people are gonna talk about your college background the way they talk about it now with like with you know like our generation would be like you have to go to yale your grandfather yeah. went to yale your great-grandfather yeah, yeah, yeah. went to yale can't go to harvard that's the rival right it's gonna be like that with like online you know like you can't go to phoenix yeah like you know what i mean like you we, clicked where we all yeah we all went <laughs> We all went to post. This is a post family. Yeah. You, you want to go to Phoenix? That's uh, hysterical. Yeah, you want to click where? <laughs> what link did you download? <laughs> oh, what a disgrace. You're just you're just like messaging your yeah. rest of your family like fucking Charlie decided to download post. I never thought yeah. of, I, I never thought of that. It's going to change. If you watch have you ever seen Demolition Man? Oh, of course. Yeah, I, it's, it's going to be that. I've been watching that movie since I was a little kid. It's going to be I've that. Never, and I've never had a real discussion on what the fuck the three seashells are. It's been yeah. boggling my mind my whole life. And you're, it's that's what it's meant for. You're not, you're not meant to know what right, the hell right. they do with it. That's the big joke. And I always I, I always yeah. try to... yeah. But that's yeah. going to be us. I'm going to be Dennis Leary but, living on the ground somewhere with a fucking 2000 Toyota. Yeah. Ref, you're like refusing to conform to mm -hmm. like <laughs> society. Yeah. And I'm going to die. Like yeah. it's, I'm gonna get weeded out the same way they weeded out VHS tapes and they weeded out CDs. They're gonna just weed out my generation, your generation. Does, and that, then, does it feel like that sometimes? That we're just gonna? Yeah, because I, you know, growing up, like my dad was the type of dad that like, I don't want that. He didn't want the new shit. He didn't want to fall into <clears throat> the traps. Yeah, thinking he could fight it. Yeah, I don't. My VCR is fine. Why am I gonna get a Blu-ray? Right. But well, it's like it's not gonna be fine until they stop making them. So, so, so they weed you out. Like I, I had a. I, I had a, an, an uncle, uh, a great uncle, actually, uh, Tio Gregorio. 
that's, uh, God rest that's his not, soul. That's not Italian. No, God rest <laughs> his soul. My God, I miss that man. He was so awesome and uh, only really spoke Italian. And his wife was saying, uh, Gregorio, we got we to gotta get a new stove. And he goes, what? We just got this. This was like maybe 10 years ago or something. Like He goes, what? We just got this stove in 1970. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, he was saying it like it was yesterday. Yeah, they yeah. come from a, a, you know, that's a hoarder generation, you know. Dude, like, appreciative you generation. said, I, honestly, I want to focus more on hoarder generation because they, see, here's the thing. Again, with like, you can't pass on the experience of your generation. Just like I was saying how they're making music for people who were born after 9-11 we were raised by people who had some glimmer, some shadows of an understanding of World War II famine mentality. Right. So it's like I call my parents' generations hoarders, but what's really happening is they were they they they, they, <laughs> they lived a life when they had nothing. Yeah, like, they were peasants in Italy when they right. first came up. Like as kids, my father my father was a peasant farmer. You know, yeah, that's that's the life he lived. Right. And and so yeah, of course he say, holds on to a bucket for twenty years. Yeah. Man, they, they were playing survival. He didn't have running water in his home. Right. You know? A sack of potatoes is last thing you're going to do. My dad said when he went on his own at 14, which yeah. the thought of that is oh crazy. My if, my, God. if my daughter wanted to be on her own at 13, I'd, I'd laugh at her. If I'd I was be, on, the own, on my own at 13, I'd I would be dead. Yeah. I'd be dead. My dad said he was on his own, had his own apartment. Holy Talk shit. about like the Bronx in the 70s. Yeah. Right? Had his own apartment. Um, like He said he would just get bread and a bag of potatoes. And he would just make it last. He would do everything with these fucking potatoes. Right. And you would hear that like, oh, my God, that's so crazy because he worked his ass off to make sure I would never have to live that life. Yeah. So then I grow up and then I'm working my ass off to make sure my daughter has to live that life. Right. So then by the time my daughter has a kid, that kid's going to be so spoiled. Right. And have so much. And then I'm going to get mad like, oh, this uh -huh. fucking kid doesn't that's know what it. you were trying to do. That's <laughs> what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to make it easier for each generation. Mm -hmm. And then you. But we get so like, again, if you just let it be. Yeah. And accept it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, that's what you worked hard for. Hell yeah. It is what it is. I like it. <laughs> See, I'm going to get you on it. It is what it is. You'll like yeah. it. Yeah. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm, I know. I it's, know. Grow, it's growing on me. Like, it's growing on yeah. me. <laughs> Honestly, no. I still fucking hate it. I'm, I'm offended that you'd bring it back up again on this podcast, <laughs> sir. I already told you that I fucking hate it. This podcast is over. Get out. The You're moment, no the moment you said back. that you hated it, I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to have this call back all <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> I'm like, you know what it is, buddy? <laughs> it is what it is. And That's I'm good. out. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't drop the mic because it's yeah. all wrapped up and yeah. shit. Please don't drop the mics. They're expensive. <laughs> he'll, he'll come running back yeah. in here. Yeah. Oh. But um, uh, that's, a, that's a good perspective to have on the, uh, on, the, on, on the generations and all that. I, yeah, I, I mean, oh God, the thought of having kids and shit. That's acceptance. Terrifying. Yeah. That's acceptance. Yeah. I, I heard today, I'm not a religious person at all. Right. Um, but one thing that, I the the serenity prayer that I've always heard my whole entire life. Yeah, God grant me the serenity to something something. Right, it's the shortest prayer, but if you break it down and not a prayer form, forget <clears> like <throat> the God part. Like you could just say life. Mm -hmm. Like grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. So like, you can't change anything. You can't yeah. change anyone <laughs> but yourself. Correct. Courage to change the things that you can. You it takes a lot to say to yourself, I got to make some changes. Right. And wisdom to know the difference. Where like if you worry more about yourself and then er instead of everybody else. And it goes back to what we were saying about comedy, where mm -hmm. it's like if people just go to the fucking show to laugh as opposed to wait to tell me what they didn't like about the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We would just live in a happier place. Yeah. Like just if you didn't like it, don't laugh at it. That's all. That's all. Don't come back and mm -hmm. see me. Here's my website. So, you know, we're not to come. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's. 
but to take the time out like i work in the restaurant business i deal with the karens and the sharons of the world like that need it's like they have to tell the somebody. Karens of the world sounds like a fucking terrorist group oh my god it's just it. yeah it's just they have to complain they have to like we i work in a restaurant where we have loyalty membership mm -hmm. so the moment you use your loyalty card when you get home you get an email it says what brought you into the restaurant because they're trying to make it a better place yeah and you get people that want to just that have the time, first of all, mm, yeah. to get on an old school typewriter right. and fucking, because I'm, it has to be, because if you're doing this on your fingers, on your phone, uh -huh. you're a fucking douchebag. Right, like, right, you know right. what I mean? Like, and they've got to say all this stuff, give a rating of two out of 10 mm -hmm. to the server, right? but bitch about just the food mm -hmm. that I have nothing to do with. Yeah. I just brought you the food. And then mm -hmm. it's like all the changes that my restaurant should make for you. Right. Not the million people that are coming aside of you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, that's just, just worry about yourself. Right. How about you change your attitude mm -hmm. for yourself? Yeah. You know, and like, and we'll be happier. Hell yeah. If I'm worried about me, you're worried about you, I guarantee we'd get along a lot better than if we were worried about each other. It's true. You know? It's like, true, yeah. It, it, the, see, the problem is some people, I think, will look at worry about yourself as some sort of selfishness, but I, I always say yeah. you, you can't fix anything with broken tools. Like, right. If, if, you're, if you're fucked up, if you're not worrying about... Listen, you are numero uno. I don't care what anyone says, man. You yeah. come first. You, you guys hear me? I don't care how much of the world you think you're saving. Your well-being, your personal well-being, your personal sovereignty, who you are, your health, your mental health, your physical health, your happy, that comes first, numero uno. And it's not being selfish. You will be a more useful tool to help others right. if, you're not, if you're not fucked up. Cause otherwise you're just poisoning other people with your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you, if you go, if you're, if you're, if, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect, I'm saying I'm always working on it. You know, I'm not, you out have here. to, I'm you not out here trying to help people. I'm trying to just be me as much as I can and work on me as much as I can. And yeah. So yeah, no wor worrying about yourself. It really is important, man. You have to, like if that's it, <sighs> any steps you made recently to like worry about yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Broke up. Yeah, um, I yeah. left. I left a relationship for nice. the for the better for the both of yeah, us. Yeah, sounds it's, like you guys are pretty amical. It's not it. gonna. It didn't seem like that at first, but it will down right. the road. And no, it was a very positive way to look at it. Um, I stopped drinking. You know, something that I needed to nice. for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I um, I feel better in comedy. I feel better in life. You know, I just you know you get to a point where like we sometimes I think people like live in this. Oh, I got to do this by this age. You know, yeah, if I, yeah, and it's, it's like trap. there's no there's. You just got to get your life together when you get your life together. Mm -hmm. You know, don't blame your parents. Don't blame a relationship. Just when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, make a fucking change. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's and all. that's all. And I got to a point where I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do me. It's be more positive. Come more out of my comfort zone. You know, I've always been a quiet person, believe it or not, where right. I'm just observant. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to be more me and not give a shit. You know? Nice. I love, you know, like I said in the very beginning, like, what makes me the happiest is laughing mm -hmm. as much as I like making people laugh. Right. I love to laugh. Like yeah. I, you know, to get those belly laughs when, Oh my God, I could probably count them Yeah. because I don't get them that much. Yeah. You know? So when I'm around that energy, I want to be around that energy. Oh, like I best. just, yeah, I just want to like such an, it releases endorphins of like, I just want to fucking laugh. Life is too short. Like I just want to enjoy it. I love you know, it. like even when you're going through shit, you're broke. Right when you're about to oh, pour me, why me? Just think, why not you? Maybe this is supposed to make you stronger. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, don't be afraid to learn from your experiences and to build yourself back up and believe in yourself. Don't point the finger at anybody else. 
One thing I learned early in life is when you point the finger at somebody, you, there's three fingers pointing back at you. True. So put yourself in check, you know, and be positive and fucking live a better life. Damn. It's hard to lead into my last question when you're covering so much of it. Cause, <laughs> well, because I, I always ask people. Uh, I studied for this. Fucking yeah, podcast. no, you did great, man. <laughs> it's been it's been awesome. Because um, uh, towards the end, if you've listened to any episodes, it's uh, I always ask people if, if you could leave the audience because I'm going to host these forever. They, they, I'll, I'll always have these podcasts up and people will always be able to listen to them. So nice. If you could kind of leave them with like kind of like your famous last words, a, a piece of advice, speak something into infinity, something you just want to last out there. Like, what would you say? Oh, man. I know. Along the lines of what I just said, I guess. Exactly. Damn it. Pull something else out of your ass, man. You'd have been doing great so far. <laughs> no. Um, I think on. All right. So this is a, a weird thing. Like in my comedy, I've honed into the hashtag, you know, my situation. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never heard you explain that. Actually, I've, I've, I've never. Always, ex- I've, I've always seen you talk about it. Yeah. I've only uh, I I've, use it as a hashtag because it started when I started doing comedy with friends of like I was always the person that fucked up shit would happen to. You know, if anything was a bad situation, it would be like, oh, that's a D situation. Like, yeah. You know, so it started off with that, but I've never talked about it on stage. I've never had a joke about it on stage and I've you, never, it just, it was just became a hashtag that I've always used. Do you say it on stage at all? I never say it on stage. You don't say it no, on stage. Just wow, have it as a hashtag. I, so I, I've always heard you. Uh, I always thought I heard you. Say no, you just stage. see okay. it all the time. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. So definitely associate it with you. Yeah. Right. So as comics, as fr- like friends of mine, you know, comics always be like, oh, we know your situation. We know or they'll be like, Darren, what's your situation? Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's be honest. And the thing for so long, I thought it was a negative thing. Right. And now <laughs> making these changes in my life, like that's like the, the whole flip on it is like, you don't know my situation. Oh, shit. because I'm learning my situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm learning it and it's my situation. Like yeah. it's nobody else's. It's it, I say it in like a. I feel like when I say it, it's more of a like, you know my situation, but it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. But I don't, it's too long of a hashtag to put, you know my situation, dot, dot, dot. No, you don't. Yeah. Like, but it's like, you should, that's what you have to focus on. And that's what I'm learning now at 42 years old is like to focus on just my situation. Nice. And knowing that like the more positive I am and living life, then it will overpower, you know, other people, you know, and connect other people and have great conversations. You know, Fuck yeah. yeah. So just give, let, let life be, you know, you can't, you could plan life. You could plan, you could have a plan to do stuff in life, but doesn't mean like, don't lose it when your plan doesn't come together. Yeah, shit could get derailed. Now it's, what? You know, it's, it's like watching chopped, you mm-hmm. know, I love to cook. And one of the biggest things, what I love about it is I'm going to make this dish and then all of a sudden shit goes wrong. Do you harp on it or do you just fucking switch it around and make a new dish? Yeah. Make a new dish in your life. Like. Take your tools, take the fucking ingredients, and just flip it. Make a you, new dish. You don't have, yeah, you don't have to, fuck the judges and fuck life. Just for yourself. Know that you flip something in amount of a time, and then even though you were going into it one way. Yeah, flip that shit yeah. like an omelet. Flip it. I love it. Flip that shit. Damn, is that your new Is that your new thing? Flip that shit. Yep, flip that shit. <laughs> I was got to listen to your podcast. We're uh, like, what's a new flip? Yeah. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast, yeah. Yeah, um, take your life and flip it like an I, omelet. I love it, man. So, all right, so where can my listeners find you as far as uh, online? i in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> uh, com. I post all my shows. October is uh, kind of a scarce month with shows. I've got a couple private shows. Do you have any November ones? Because this could come out in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, pass me my phone real quick. Oh yeah. Um, in November, November first, I'm in Hartford, 
at a Polish American club. I'm doing a fundraiser November 2nd, November 9th. I'm also um, doing another brewery. Uh, this this month, October 13th, I'll be in Southington at the Witch Doctor Brewery. Awesome. With my boy Oscar Colasso. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I got a bunch of um, fundraisers coming up. Cool. So just go to your site. People, yeah. People uh, find all the rest of your social media as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I could attest to his comedy, guys. I've seen him live. Always had me in stitches. Uh, oh, nice. always, Thank you. always a pleasure to see him live. You guys know where you can find me, uh, Stefan Bro on Twitter, at Stefan Bro93 on Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, with that said, we're all done, and thank you guys for coming by. And as always, drink more water and be nicer to each other. There we go.